0: similarities and so many differences going on right now to what happened in 1991 when Clarence Thomas was nominated by George Bush Sr. H.W. to uh, to uh, be on the Supreme Court and uh, he was flying through the confirmation hearings and then at the 11th hour up comes a a charge from a woman out of nowhere I mean in right at the end when they're about to vote Mm -hmm. and they end up having an open hearing and they both testify and very similar. And also, uh, the, the the beginning of it was fairly similar also, and we know more about it now because of the Fleming report that came out years later. So after this was all over, the Bush administration uh, set out to find out who leaked this to get it started. Just like we're asking now, who put this woman's name out there? Right. She's saying she didn't want it out there, mm-hmm. and somebody, uh, Diane Feinstein's staff or somewhere along the line, to benefit the party... And Hurt, the nominee, was willing to sacrifice someone, sacrifice a woman, a Democrat.
5: Or was it all premeditated, as many of our listeners believe? We uh, had one, and I'll I'll share with you later, say, listen, this is a really uh, well-educated woman. She appears to be quite uh, intelligent as well. She had to know X, Y, and Z. Well, you
0: know, we'll I'm not sure I buy it, but we'll, it's an interesting thing. Maybe there will be a, a a Fleming report, a different person, obviously, on this someday. But the Fleming report determined that Anita Hill was not the person who leaked her name out and drug her into this whole thing. Ah, unwilling. Um, mm. uh, and and by the way, this report has other stuff that is not good for her. So it sounds like a pretty balanced report to me. But so th- she gets a call from a friend. Unlike the woman with Kavanaugh, Anita Hill did tell a couple of different people at the time, I got this creepy boss who says these creepy things to me. So there yeah. were some contemporary stories out there. And so when uh, Justice Thomas or Clarence Thomas got uh, named as the nominee, a friend of hers from back in the day in Washington, D.C., calls up Anita Hill and says, hey, do you see that creepo that you used to work for is about to become a Supreme Court justice? Go. She said, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And uh, they talk a little bit about it. You know, should we tell somebody? Should we go forward? Anita Hill says, No, I don't want to do that. Um, and this friend of hers says, Well, would it be all right if I told somebody that he was a creep? And she said, Yeah, yeah, you can you can do it, but I'm not going to. And then she changed Love her mind later because naivete. But yeah, it yeah. was a little too late. Yeah. Um, uh, but they they both wanted to keep it con- confidential because the people involved at the very beginning, the few people that were in on it, thought, all we got to do is get this out there. He'll withdraw when when he finds out when the nominee finds out and the Republicans find out. Look, I'm going to come forward and say he did and said all these things to me, mm-hmm. and he'll withdraw, and then my name won't be in it. Just to clarify, was it did stuff? I don't even remember. I remember the sexual harassment, the talking well, about porn yeah, and, yeah. and stuff. I'm like, doing stuff, sexually harassing. Okay, yeah. okay yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I mean by doing stuff. Yeah, okay. um, uh, uh, he'll withdraw, and that then that's what we'll accomplish. Mm. Um, is that what this woman thought? Did she think getting the story out there, he'll think, oh, my God, that woman back in high school is going to come forward. I don't want any part of this. I'm withdrawing. She might have thought that. It's possible. She might have been shocked to find out he's going to say, I don't remember that at all. Just like Anita Hill and her friend were shocked when Clarence Thomas said, I don't know what they're talking about. They thought he would say, oh, crap, I'm yeah. in trouble now. Maybe. And, and pull. Um. Well, that's what they Said they thought. You don't think they thought that? No, about Kavanaugh I'm talking about. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, we'll never, we're not going to know anytime soon the truth on, on that one. Uh, it'll be, well, we'll never know the truth, truth.
5: Sodium pentothal at 10 paces. That's but what I, I'm calling for. I think
0: someday we'll probably find out who leaked it, how the whole story went, just like this investigation figured it out eventually. But so anyway. Does the Senate ever waterboard people? Be a good way to find out. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> Um. But so, uh, so in a matter of days, this all happened very, very quickly. Just like this one, when it finally, when the S finally hit the fan, in a matter of days, you're off to DC and you're testifying. Wow, wild. And uh, and here is Anita Hill with her uh, part of her opening statement from uh, 1991.
4: During this period at the Department of Education, my working relationship with Judge Thomas was positive. I had a good deal of responsibility and independence. I thought he respected my work and that he trusted my judgment. After approximately three months of working there, he asked me to go out socially with him. What happened next and telling the world about it are the two most difficult things, experiences of my life. It is only after a great deal of agonizing consideration and a number, great number of sleepless nights that I am able to talk of these unpleasant matters to anyone but my close friends. I declined the invitation to go out socially with him and explained to him that I thought it would jeopardize at what I, at the time I considered to be a very good working relationship. I had a normal social life with other men outside of the office. I believed then, as now, that having a social relationship with a person who was supervising my work would be ill-advised. I was very uncomfortable with the idea and told him so. I thought that by saying no and explaining my reasons, my employer would abandon his social suggestions. However, to my regret, in the following few weeks, he continued to ask me out on several occasions. He pressed me to justify my reasons for saying no to him. These incidents took place in his office or mine. They were in the form of private conversations, which would not have been overheard by anyone else. My working relationship became even more strained when Judge Thomas began to use work situations to discuss sex. On these occasions, he would call me into his office for reports on education issues and projects, or he might suggest that because of the time pressures of his schedule, we go to lunch to a government cafeteria. After a brief discussion of work, he would turn the conversation to a discussion of sexual matters his conversations were very vivid. He spoke about acts that he had seen in pornographic films involving such matters as women having sex with animals and films showing group sex or rape scenes. He talked about pornographic materials depicting individuals with large penises or large breasts involved in various sex acts. On several occasions, Thomas told me graphically of his own sexual prowess. Because I was extremely uncomfortable talking about sex with him at all, and particularly in such a graphic way, I told him that I did not want to talk about these subjects.
3: So,
0: um that's creepy. You hear that? If you if you if you just heard that, I would think, okay. Well, It certainly sounds like she's telling the truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it just sounds believable. Uh, Pretty clearly sexual harassment by modern standards. So we'll play uh, Clarence Thomas's uh, opening statement here. Then I've got the poll numbers, how people reacted after they heard these two accounts. Mm. And then how they changed over a matter of a couple of years. So here's Clarence Thomas.
1: Joe Biden first. Committee will please come to order. Judge, it's a tough day and tough night for you, I know. Let me uh, ask, do you have anything you'd like to say before we begin? I understand that uh, your preference is, uh, which is totally and completely understandable, that we go one hour tonight, 30 minutes on each side. Is Am I correct in that?
3: That's right. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Senator, I would like to start by saying unequivocally, uncategorically, that I deny each and every single allegation against me today that suggested in any way that I had conversations of a sexual nature or about pornographic material with Anita Hill, that I ever attempted to date her, that I ever had any personal sexual interest in her, or that I in any way ever harassed her. A second and I think more important point, I think that this today is a travesty. I think that it is disgusting. I think that this hearing should never occur in America. This is a case in which this sleaze, this dirt was searched for by staffers of members of this committee, was then leaked to the media, and this committee and this body validated it and displayed it at prime time over our entire nation. How would any member on this committee, any person in this room, or any person in this country would like sleaze said about him or her in this fashion. Or this dirt dredged up in this gossip and these lies displayed in this manner. How would any person like it? The Supreme Court is not worth it. No job is worth it. I'm not here for that. I'm here for my name, my family, my life, and my integrity. I think something is dreadfully wrong with this country when any person, any person in this free country would be subjected to this. This is not a closed room. There was an FBI investigation. This is not an opportunity to talk about difficult matters privately or in a closed environment. This is a circus. It's a national disgrace. And from my standpoint, as a black American, as far as I'm concerned, it is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves, to do for themselves, to have different ideas. And it is a message that unless you kowtow to an old order, this is what will happen to you. You will be lynched, destroyed, caricatured by a committee of the U.S. U.S. Senate rather than hung from a tree. Wow.
0: So that's a pretty uh, forceful denial. I wouldn't call it partial-throated. No. No. That's what's so crazy. We're not going to have that on Monday if they both talk. It just, it... it there There's no way you can get to that. I mean this is one of them without a doubt because there's nobody's drunk, nobody can't remember it wasn't forty years ago. it's just a couple of years ago you were adults, right? yeah. adults and you were you adults and sober. Right. somebody is completely lying mm-hmm. in that case. Somebody is one hundred percent full of s right <sighs> yeah oh, and boy. because of where we were uh, I gotta believe that currently that happens and the woman the woman wins back then the man won
5: yeah
0: just because where we were i mean i still don't have yeah. any idea who told the wow. truth but somebody was clearly completely lying and so, and very well so much has changed though i don't think you can
5: change one element of nowadays this would have happened because everything everything changed. Yeah. Yeah. A, a guy who would and i'm not saying clarence thomas did but a guy who would behave that way last year is a different sort of guy than a guy who would behave that way 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. just in terms of what's acceptable and what's not, what's a little unacceptable, what's not, what's horrendously unacceptable and what's not. When I was just out of college, my first job with an ad agency, there was a gal who worked there um, who was an unbelievable flirt, sexually frank, hilarious. I mean, she'd lived life and had experiences and, And, you know, grew up on, if not the wrong side of the tracks, right next to the tracks. She's just that sort of woman. She's freaking hilarious, and I loved her. But, oh, my God, the things she would say. Now, wildly, wildly out of bounds. Um, But she wasn't victimizing anybody, or at least I didn't perceive that to be. It was just a different time in terms of what you could say. So, yeah, everything's changed so much, it's hard to say. But that
0: aside, in that in that. Those opening statements, somebody
5: is completely,
0: I mean, there's no shades to it. Nope. Somebody is making up a complete story. Right. Neither she is with a lot of detail, Mm -hmm. or he's doing the, the, you know, the Mark McGuire, uh, Lance Armstrong thing and just completely denying something. I don't know which. Right. But at the time, I can hit you with the poll numbers. Um, polls taken at the time after the hearing, twice as many Americans believed Thomas's denial as Hill's accusation. Exactly a year later, forty-four percent of Americans believed Hill; thirty-four percent believed Thomas. So it flipped completely by ten wow. points one year later. Never mind
5: the, uh, you know, the particulars of it. Let's talk about humans and psychology and politics. That's crazy. That's insane. Although part of it was racial a large part of it was racial you heard you know Clarence Thomas uh, who who went ahead and played the race card aloud uh, and proud, even factor. though she's black also right yeah yeah she was uh, enlisted by the evildoers to tear down one of her own uh, it was or his not. point it was his point of view <laughs> yeah yeah um but they both sound completely believable to oh yeah. me yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. So, which gives you an idea how difficult it could be Monday. It's an acting contest, which is what I've been saying all along. So Seriously. One of the, in fact, what a beautiful illustration. One
0: of them, one of them should get an Emmy. Should have gotten an Emmy. Best right. performance on television. And the other one because was simply, uh, you know, telling the truth. I just don't know which one to give the Emmy to. Right. And which one was just telling the truth. Which is why all
5: this is so ridiculous. Yeah.
0: That, well, that's, that was my overall point.
5: Yeah. Anita Hill. <laughs> I, I did not t- detect a shred nope. of disingenuous in
0: her. No, nope. nope. not, not a bit. Not right. a hesitation, not a weird wording, not a thing. Right. Right. Or with him. Right. Not a bit. <sighs> I don't know. So what do you do with that come Monday if you hear the same sort of thing out of two people? You hire Matthew McConaughey to portray Kavanaugh,
5: Meryl Streep to portray the professor, and you pick your favorite actor because that's what we
0: would be doing. Since there are no facts available in that particular, what's already come out in that particular one, though. In this one, we got nothing. We'll just have their t- them. Yeah. In that one, you did have twenty some witnesses and thirty three hours of questioning, which is insane. But our text line's four one five two nine five KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience
5: of the nation. Armstrong
0: and Getty show. So we got this text. Uh, It's funny how Biden, in the very beginning, seems to feel sorry for Judge Thomas, almost like he's saying he understands just another crazy woman he's got to deal with so he can get past this. (laughs) There is that tone through the whole thing. Biden's taken a lot of heat for that. And in fact, I saw uh, a Democratic strategist say if Biden ran for president, does run for president, he's going to have to answer for the way he handled the Anita Hill thing. Right. Because through the whole time, it was kind of a he had that skeptical tone with every question with her and kind of an apologetic. Sorry to put you through this, Clarence, Mm. tone with him. Mm. And it just is that way. It just it, it just does sound that way from Democrats. Right. Um, And uh yes. Well, no. Are we going to play that tape now? Oh, or yeah. later. Oh, I didn't realize it was that. Because we're crazy we to... late. So right. this is this is this is not for the kids. This is Senator Alan Simpson saying things senators shouldn't say
1: about uh, the described size of his penis, the description of the movie Long Dong Silver. About the pubic hair in the coke oh, story, oh, and uh, describing giving pleasure to women with oral sex—that oh. is not part of the original FBI uh, report. And the agents are simply saying that. So that
0: that that gives you an Simpson, idea. Eh? That gives you an uh, idea how much uh, racier that hearing was than anything we're going to get out of this one Monday.
5: I don't think there's going to be a hearing Monday, but
0: if there were, you're right. What's coming up in your news, Marshall?
1: Well, Hillary's weighing in on Kavanaugh now, bringing up the Anita Hill situation. Got the Catholic Church record sex abuse settlements and more bad news for the Emmy Awards. Did
5: anybody call for Hillary to interject? <laughs> Does anybody want that on any side of the, She's any running.
0: Rate? That's why she's oh, no, running. No,
5: <laughs> stop threatening me.
0: Armstrong and Getty show. So, for better or worse, we played the opening statements from uh, Anita Hill and Burns Thomas. by the way, for worse. <laughs> from almost 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was damned interesting. Yeah. Just, you know, just shows you where you can end up with two people that sound completely believable. And and what are you going to do? What That's are you going to do with that?
5: Great illustration of it. Yep. And And
0: why this whole thing on Monday, if they do it, is completely pointless. Um, By the way, we got uh, from a younger person. What was the media coverage like for the Anita Hill accusation? Well, it was feverish by the standards of the time. Yeah, of the time, it was one of the most followed things in U.S. history. By today's standards, not even close. Imagine that today. If no. you had that level of detail. No. And the porn references so what, and everything. What was the most covered story of the day covered like? Because in, in I, I, that was before I started paying. I have no recollection of this whatsoever. Does that Was that the only story on the <sighs> evening news? I'm or trying was to was remember.
5: Well, it was, certainly was huge. I'm trying to remember, did any of the networks take that stuff live? Because I
1: recall seeing it, a lot of it. Was a, a poli yeah, freak I, at that time i do believe a lot of it was covered live because yeah. i was uh, i was doing news then and i remember at the station i was at when some of these things started being said the execs were in a panic oh my god can right. we air that you know and they were running right. around like crazy trying to figure out can we actually air some of we this?
0: did get texts from people say i can't believe you think that liar was saying anita hill was not lying okay Right, fair enough. Yeah, that's fair, but I don't, I don't she care. sure sounded believable to me. Never mind that. Where, where are the holidays on the emojis for I my phone? I, I don't use emojis as a grown-up. I've never looked into it, so you'd have to ask a child. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe, did you need something? <laughs> yes. I,
5: uh, <laughs> a, a, a good old friend of mine just uh, did the, uh, the genetic testing thing, the uh, 23andMe or something like that, and found out he's 2% Jewish. And so I was sending my best wishes for a, uh, a, a joyous Yom Kippur, mm.
0: um, and I was looking for a menorah, <laughs> but I couldn't find one. Well, so since I just said I believe Anita Hill, all right? Um, I'll uh, throw you this so that I can bring anger from all sides. Yes, this is making—that's what we do. This is a meme that's making <laughs> our rounds. It's a picture of this Ford woman, who may be a victim, by the way, but it's a picture well, um, of this Ford woman. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah
0: and it says on the picture of her with a a, a Dos Equis beer. I don't always accuse SCOTUS nominees of sexual assault, but when I do, I make sure it's an unprovable accusation from the early 80s. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
5: I I am 100% convinced this is the ugliest, dumbest, meanest... F the country and up with my party Maneuver I've seen in my uh, Lifetime of observing politics This is disgusting It's indefensible, it's pathetic
0: I wonder if there'll be a report to prove that Someday, I wonder Uh,
5: But yeah, well It's entirely possible, but nobody who Chooses not to believe it will believe it Yeah. And those who choose to Believe it have already believed it Having
1: not read it Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. And meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is saying the White House should request an FBI investigation of that sexual assault accusation. I Basing- need to jump in already. You've said one sentence. Yeah, what yeah.
0: are you doing, Marshall? To, to back up, uh, Ann Coulter said something last night on Tucker. She said, it's amazing how this happened right after the first polls showed the Democrats could take the Senate.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that well, that 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 might have got people pretty fired right. up for this. Because when we take back the Senate, now a whole different ballgame game. For Supreme Court justice. They can't get somebody through. If you're looking for a conspiracy, and most of
5: politics is a conspiracy, it's groups of people getting together and attempting to accomplish an aim. Yeah, they are conspiring regularly <laughs> right, all day right. yes, long. So here's another conspiracy theory. After 30-some years, um, the, uh, the, the accuser lady went to talk to her therapist. And reported that, uh, you know, what she said uh, right. happened. And then it was a fellow by the name of Brett Kavanaugh. That was the year he was nominated, somebody said, for the circuit court? Except now that, that's not true because he's been on there for yeah. 10 years, hasn't right. he? Right. Yeah. So, so much for that conspiracy theory. Mm. They're flying around. And the whole, her, her, his mother took away her house thing. That's not true. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln. That's that's not true. Kennedy drowned a young woman uh, because he didn't want to get arrested for DUI. Oh, that's right. That was true. Ted Kennedy, the lion of the Senate, he didn't drunkenly you know make a pass. He snuffed a young woman, but he died a hero. And Keith Ellison is right now accused of physically and emotionally abusing his partner, and the Democrat Party is trying to ruin her. Oh, the sincerity. It just, it flows like like water out of the, the Capitol.
0: Like beer into Kavanaugh's mouth. His drinking history coming up. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. From the New York Times.
1: Clinton on MSNBC agreeing the relevant precedent is the FBI investigation of Anita Hill's sexual harassment allegation against Clarence Thomas when President George H.W. Bush asked the FBI to look into Thomas's background. So that's what she is saying uh, hmm. It precedent setting, uh, the Anita Hill-Clarence Thomas uh, hearings. Now, I want to switch gears. I want to get into this. It's very important. We've got four men in New York. They're being given one of the largest individual sexual abuse settlements ever agreed to. The Diocese of Brooklyn has agreed to pay four men who were reportedly sexually abused by a religion teacher at a Catholic church $27 million.
0: Twenty-seven million dollars that people donated in the pews, or uh, you know, at charity events, or whatever, hoping to feed the hungry or clothe the naked or whatever you're hoping to accomplish, help out little kids at Christmas time. Yep, and it's going to pay off people because you got freaking rapists in the Catholic Church. I saw, uh,
5: and and in this story, those who would willingly and happily cover up for them.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. I saw the Pope Francis's poll numbers are way down in yep. America. They ought to be. How would they not be? You know, I really liked him when he came on the scene and he, he decided he's not going to wear the, the Gucci slippers that Benedict right. wore. And he's not huh? going to live in a castle. He's <laughs> just going to grab an apartment. How about you live in a castle and wear Gucci slippers, but you don't put up with rapists as priests, if I got to choose one or the other?
1: One final note on this. we got an advocacy group that wants California to launch its own investigation into allegations of sex abuse by Catholic priests. The Survivors Network of Those Abused by Priests, or SNAP, delivered a letter to the State Attorney General, Javier Becerra, asking for the inquiry.
0: There has been a lot of deference given to the Catholic Church for a variety of reasons um, some of them obvious, some of them not. They're pretty powerful. Yes. Some of it's just out of, you know, there's a lot of Catholics who like the Catholic Church, blah, blah, blah. I think all deference should go out the window at this point. Just treat them like a freaking criminal enterprise that is running a rape factory. Why wouldn't you? Well, the if, evidence is there.
5: If I might flip your headline on its head a little bit, Marshall, I, I wonder what argument you could use against the idea that the state would investigate uh, organized criminality. Or, um, or, or, or you know, systematic criminality over the course of many years. Why wouldn't the state do right. that? That's what the state does.
1: One final note, the ratings for the Emmys are in, and man, they are not good. Only a little more than 10 million people tuned in to NBC, the smallest audience for the show ever. <laughs> At some
0: point, are they going to have to cut back on cost just because there's not enough advertising revenue? And hey, we can't afford to have all these tuxes and these... Uh... The special effects and the, the musical number—we just don't have the money. We don't have the budget anymore.
5: Right, no orchestra this year. We got a guy with a banjo though, <laughs> and he can really pick. Well,
1: gee, what if they cut it down from three and a half hours to maybe I don't know, say an hour, mm. two hours? That's your news. I think they can do anything they want. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation,
5: between award show fatigue, squawky, and. Uh and, and people becoming, you know, it reminds me in, in some ways of the Catholic Church in an odd way. Yeah, that patina of of beauty and, and nobleness and admirableness and all that plays. It's flaking. We're starting to see the, uh, you know, the underlayer, and it's not very pretty.
0: And the splintering of television. That plays a role, too. It's not anything. Oh, yeah. doesn't have to be something. It, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> but it'd be fun if it were.
5: That's part of it, though, and that's the part I'm enjoying. <laughs> yeah. And all right, we don't all watch the same TV shows. All right. Oh,
0: uh, boy. So anyway, I think we've covered that. Bert and Ernie aren't gay. So we've got all that out of the way. But
5: are they straight? I've never
0: seen any sign of that. Puppets don't have an orientation. Single, I
5: Single, neat, live together, no girlfriend ever.
0: Ever? Come on. Um. Yeah, we got a couple of things coming up I should probably mention. And Big
5: Bird is clearly a dinosaur. There are no
0: birds that size. <laughs> The a cloned dinosaur. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience of the nation.
4: The
3: Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Yo-Yo. Remember, that was my catchphrase, which hasn't caught on like I thought it would. Mm. I thought everybody would be saying Yo-Yo-Yo, and there'd be T-shirts. And you still got that uh, warehouse full of merch? Yeah, I got the Yo-Yo-Yo T-shirts yeah. and to- tote bags, of course.
5: The shot glasses. Everybody likes a tote oh, bag. Oh, speaking of which, so I'm reading more of this. Uh, young people aren't drinking near the numbers they used to. There's a huge drop in um, in hard liquor and beer, a wine a little less so. But um, this guy who's been a bartender for 20 years, University Town Said a third of the students who come in don't drink. They're more excited about the half-priced truffled Parmesan fries and oysters during happy hour. Before people look at you like you're strange if you aren't drinking in a bar, but now it's every other person. You come for the food, for the socialization.
0: Oh, huh, that's interesting. I you know I have no concept of that as a non-drinker at this point in my life. I'm never around it, and whenever I heard that, I thought I just wonder if young people are smoking marijuana more because it's you can could be but maybe they're just drinking less things come and go well and back in the day though and and I'm 96 <laughs> for those who are
5: new listeners uh back in the day uh, it was the, the uh, drinking laws were were not nearly as strictly enforced not even close so I, I mean college bars if you if you had like a piece of plastic roughly the size of a driver's license They'd glance at it and let you in some college bars. Well,
0: where I went to college, you only had to be 18. So if you're a senior in high, half the seniors in high school could buy booze. That's a bad idea, but uh, there it was. I didn't drink it until I was 19, so it didn't have any effect on me. But yeah, So that automatically you'd have more drinking, right? Sure. You got all those 18, 19, 20, 20, and uh, at college you can drink. So, I saw this headline yesterday. I had to look into it. Accusations draw new attention to Kavanaugh's remarks about drinking. Yeah. He was falling down drunk, according to the accuser, right? Um, drawn attention to a couple of speeches he gave. One he gave four years ago, in which he discussed heavy drinking at Yale Law School. You might want to sit down for this. And to an offhand remark about his high school days. Earlier this week, a transcript of a 2014 Judge Kavanaugh speech... Gave it a banquet for the Yale School Federalist Society, surfaced. uh, Which Kavanaugh, now 53, fondly recalled some debaucherous nights of heavy drinking. Oh. In one episode, he described taking a bus with his classmates to Boston for a Red Sox game and a night of bar hopping. Oh. (sighs) And this man's going to be a judge? He is a judge? This is college kids going to a Major League Baseball game than bar hopping. I'm sickened, but I will go on. Uh, which ended with the students falling out of the bus onto the front steps at Yale Law School at 4.45 a.m. Good Lord. Fortunately, we had a motto. What happens on the bus stays on the bus. That's hilarious. Then uh. he goes on to his high school situation in a different speech that he gave at some point and talked about how they used to do a lot of drinking together and said this. Uh, but fortunately, we had, it, we had a good saying that we've, we've held firm to, to, the, uh, to this day, as the dean uh, was reminding me before. Uh, before the talk, which is what happens at Georgetown Prep stays at Georgetown Prep. Wow. That's been a good thing for all of us, I think. I'm
5: going to reject his nomination as a comedian.
0: (laughs) Senator Elizabeth Warren responded to that. Oh,
5: boy. Has
0: that emerged yesterday? (laughs) Tweeted a video of Judge Kavanaugh making that quip and saying, I can't imagine any parent accepting this view. Is this really what America wants in their next Supreme Court justice? Oh,
5: boy. So. She probably should have alerted people who are allergic to stupid hypocrisy that something dangerous was coming.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's politics. His buddy uh, is an alcoholic who wrote a book about it, but that doesn't mean, he, you know, all we have from Kavanaugh is that one incident, according to her. So that's all we got. So Anyway, I just thought it was interesting that the New York Times did a whole, an entire article on taking a look at his drinking. Based on those two things, <sighs> wow! Going to a Red Sox game in college, I'm going to need a shot going of adrenaline. Adrenaline or
5: something. Does somebody
0: have an EpiPen? All it says that is just it brought me down. All it says that the, that he went. Your evidence for that one is he he went to a ball game and went to some bars, right? And stayed up till four forty-five. Right? It doesn't and then even fill out of
5: the bus. Incapacitated,
0: falling down drunk, <laughs> drunk, drooling, right. peaking, snot right. flowing out of the nose. Much to the story. Holding back each other's hair. Now, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Julia Louise Dreyfus. Oh, Elaine. Elaine signed on to a letter because she went to school in that area. Same area that the Palo Alto woman went to. Hmm. And she said she and all her friends knew to stay away from the Georgetown prep guys because they were all predatory creeps and got drunk and hammered at parties and you had to watch out for them. She signed onto a letter stating that. That's uh, irrelevant. I'm just telling you. Yeah.
5: Stick to comedy, lady. No, do whatever you want. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she will. Right. Michael, do we have any sea shanties among our...
0: Uh, oh, boy, here we come. It's Talk Like a Pirate <laughs> Day. Among our
5: uh, musical sea selections. Sea shanty?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, popular for-
4: That's
0: pretty good. That's a sea shanty right there. Yeah, it is. I hadn't anticipated vocals, though. It sounds pretty happy for all the buggery and scurvy. Oh, yeah,
5: they're heavy till you lose an eye, which is, uh, you know, common from what I've been able to gather. A lot of patches, a lot of hooks. Why? Because they were in constant knife fights. Really, really charming.
0: All right, hold on, I got the the instrumental here for you. Oh,
5: excellent. Uh, Darcy, uh, frequent correspondent Darcy, says, uh, Once again, it's National Talk Like a Pirate Day, and nobody does it better than you, Joe, the... Pirate Don Dirk of Dowdy remains one of my favorite poems from my childhood. Could you see fit to read a few lines or stanzas of it? Preferably with all the pirate gusto you can muster. Mustard Gusto would make a great band name. You take the genre.
0: (laughs) Mustard (laughs) Gusto.
5: I assume we would just play sea shanties to very, very small audiences of very old sailors. Here's the opening stanza. One minute, Michael, so I don't get to read the whole poem? (laughs) <laughs> That'll disappoint the listening audience Better get to it Ho oh, for the pirate Don Dirk of Dowdy He was as wicked as wicked could be But oh, he was perfectly gorgeous to see The pirate Don Dirk of Dowdy
0: So what's that accent?
5: That's the pirate
0: accent, Jack <laughs> Okay, gotcha <laughs> Then why is today talk like a pirate? Today is because that movie came out today, or is there a particular reason it's today? Why we don't need reasons to talk That's like right. a pirate. We don't need reasons. So Jake Tapper questioned a prominent uh, super progressive in the mold of a Bernie Sanders, a progressive who can fly, on CNN about uh, how you going to afford all this stuff that you're promising or want to do, and it's actually pretty damned interesting. Okie doke. Since the, you know socialism has become so popular. Uh, the that are attempting to ask Gavin Newsom the same thing, and he'd prefer not to answer. So we'll get to that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.